He's too cocky. He's got too much confidence. He's too convicted. He's the number one high school football podcaster in America. He's the number one scout in the country. Coast to coast. Gold State to the Sunshine State. Giving it to you raw and uncut like the meat at the liquor store on the corner. KM to GM. Nobody does it better. Buckle up, folks. It's time for the truth. Let's fucking go. All right, now I'd like to bring in my very special guest today, newly committed, Arkansas Razorback. Man, yes, sir. Texas, Mr. Lucas Coley. Lucas, what's good, big dog? Man, how you doing? I'm doing great. You repping that woo pig drip? Oh, yeah. Always got it on. No doubt. Woo pig, man. Now, listen, I'm from the West Coast, and we don't know much about the woo pig out here. Tell us a little bit about what where did, what does woo pig come from? Where does that come from? I mean, man, I, I tried to do my own research on it, and, you know, I looked up YouTube videos and stuff, and, you know, Arkansas used to be the Cardinals, from my understanding, and uh, one time one of the old head coaches referred to, you know, the team working as, like, a, a pack of wild wild Razorbacks or wild hogs. And, um, you know, then a year after that, you know, the student council or whatever voted and they changed the mascot to a Razorback. And from my understanding, that that's the uh, origin of the Woo Pig. Okay. But oh, yeah. like, like Lawrence Taylor said, the wild dogs, y'all yes. the wild hogs. Yes, sir. I like it. Okay. I can dig it now. I can dig it. Woo Pig then. No Let's doubt. Woo Pig. Um, so, yeah, a lot to talk about, Lucas. You have had a storied youth career. Yep. Now coming off of 33 offers and a new commitment to the SEC. But let's take it back to the beginning. Yes, sir. Take it back to where you started from. Let's talk about your first time putting on a helmet, strapping up that chin strap, and what that felt like for you. Man, it was um, it was very fun. You know, I've been playing the game of football since I was four years old. And, uh, you know, I had to sign a waiver to kind of play early. I mean, it's always been, you know, a passion of mine. And, uh, you know, strapping up, uh, you know, as a – but six year old for the first time, it was just it was just a sense of like fun. And, you know, that fun never left me. And, you know, that it just kind of grew into, you know, love for the game. And, you know, it just exploded from there. You talked about in this day and age, there's a big emphasis on holding back, especially at the quarterback position. Yep. Talk about why starting early and playing against older competition has kind of helped you throughout your youth career and high school career. I mean, it's been big time because, you know, a lot of people, and even in the recruiting world, even coaches, I don't even talk, tell them this, but I actually skipped a grade. I'm supposed to be class 2022. Right. So, I mean, just always playing up, it just forces you to raise your bar and raise your level of competition. And uh, that's kind of always what I thrive under. You know, I want to go play the uh, best people. I want to go compete compete against the best players because that's how you get yourself better at the end. And, you know, that's been my mindset, whether it's in the classroom, on the field, in the meetings, watching film, like, I just always want to go against the best, and, you know, that's how you get reach your full potential. No, that's So I, I salute you in the day and age of, of holding back and creating advantages for your kids that you play up, you play yep. against uh, older competition. Not only mm-hmm. did you play against it, you thrived against it. So congratulations to you. Let's move along. Thank you. you were on the you know Netflix series Friday Night Tights, uh, and you were pretty prominent on that show. Yes, sir. Talk about what that experience was like for you and how it's prepared you 
to be under the spotlight now that you're in high school moving on to the SEC? Man, it was um, it was pretty cool. You know, as a ten year old kid, when you have uh, when you have cameras in your face all the time, you know, they're at your house. You feel, I mean, honestly, it was like it's just like cool to me. Like it, I didn't know I was gonna be on Netflix. Like, I didn't really know what was going on. I was just playing. But when it really became real to me was you know when the show aired and like my DMs were full of like hate mail and stuff. I mean, I feel like that that's really what uh what made me build into like who I am today. That's a big part of it. Just you know taking all that in as a ten year old. You know, my mom's always said you know drown out the noise and. I mean, like, you, if you, only the people with credentials, they're only their opinion matters, and that's very few. So uh, I feel like that's helped me a lot in, in, in a sense of, you know, being prepared for all the media attention and all that stuff. You know, it's nothing – it might sound arrogant, but it's, like, it's nothing new, you know. But it's like, you know, I'm prepared for the good, the bad, and, you know, you have to be at the quarterback position. You got to take responsibility for all of it. Absolutely. You mentioned your mother. And I know that you guys have a special relationship, saw your commitment video just the other day, and it was a touching tribute that, you know, hopefully everyone got a chance to see across the country. Yes, sir. Talk a little bit about your relationship with your mom and what impact she's had on your life. And that's a soldier, you know, she does everything from, you know, football to paying the bills. Uh, She's, uh, she's my biggest supporter and, uh, you know, I just really wanted to make sure I kind of touched on her in that video because I wouldn't be a Razorback commit without her. I'll, I'll put it that way. No question about it. You only get one mom, and you sure are trying to take care of her the best way you can. She sounds like a fantastic woman. Sure. Let's move along. Tumultuous is probably the first word that comes to my mind when you talk about your youth career on TV. I don't know if it was like that from, from start to finish for you. Can you say that word again, Coach? I didn't hear you. Tumultuous. 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 Yeah, gotcha. I mean, rocky, right? Yep. Troubled, uncertain. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the first word that comes to mind when I think about you on net, on the Netflix series Friday Night Tights. Was was your youth career tumultuous? And if oh. so, what was the tipping point for you when things turned from rocky and uncertain to, you know what, this might be for me and I might be able to take this somewhere? Oh, um. And it's, uh, you know, my Little League career, I'd say, you know, after that first season of uh, Friday Night Tikes when, you know, I had a lot of, you know, although there was a lot of hate, there was also a lot of love that came with it. And, um, you know, it's a little bit of like publicity on, you know, the social media platforms. It's uh, it's been real cool. I mean, tumultuous, I guess, is part of the word. You know, it's never it's never been a, like a straight shot. It's, it, there's been plenty of bumps along the way that people don't even know about outside this household. But it's a. Uh, it's, it's been fun. It's been cool just kind of going through and, you know, developing from your little 10-year-old boy on Friday Night Tights to, you know, Arkansas Razorback commit playing against SEC talent every single week. And that's, uh, that, that's real big for me. I'm real excited about that. You, you talk about your thinking from youth ball to high school to college. <laughs> talk to me about around the age of 11, 12-year-old, you found a quarterback coach who's been very influential in your life, not just as a – as a player, but as a person. Talk to me about Gail Van Noy, your personal quarterback coach, who's really tutored you and helped you on and off the field. Yes, sir, Coach Gail Van Noy. I've been training me since I was eight years old, actually. It's uh it's been a it's been a wild ride. You know, I used to come home hating workouts with him because you know, as a little kid, you have a little tendency that you want to throw a little bit of sidearm, you want to not finish your throws, and he doesn't play that. And you know, I've always when I first started off training with him, I absolutely hated it. I would come home from training every day, you know, mad, pissed off. Talking to my mom, I'm not going back. 
But, you know, he, he would always, this, these two words, muscle memory, he'd always instill those in me. He was like, you have to keep it going. And, uh, you know, I always remember one drill specifically when, you know, we had to stand with the ball against the goalpost and we had to throw overhand because if you threw here, that arm, that elbow is going to tap that goalpost. And uh, I still do that drill to this day. It's uh, it's amazing, you know, how, you know, he's stuck along the way through everything. He's never tried to, you know, get some any type of, you know, publicity out of me. He's just straight been, you know, genuine. And, uh, you know, I respect that a lot and I appreciate everything. You know, that's interesting. You mentioned that you worked with him when you were eight years old and you were frustrated and uh, times were tough. What made you continue to go back for more? Was it your mom? Was Man, it-, it was, I mean, as a kid, yeah, no, I understand. It's, it was a little bit of both. You know, I wasn't, I don't, I've never been a quitter. I've never wanted to, you know, tap out of anything. I, I always had that chip on my shoulder. Like I started, I'm gonna finish this. Like, this is what I do. And, uh, my mom was always like, you know, this, I mean, if football is what you want to do, if I'm going to pay for this training, then you need to buy in and you need to, you know, work your butt off for it and, you know, make it worthwhile. And uh, I feel like it was a little bit of a little tap on the back from her. And then also just that competitive, you know, grind in, in my blood. So let's move on to your high school. You had the tumultuous up and down your career. You found your quarterback coach. You went through your struggles with him. You get to high school. What was the first year in high school like for you as a freshman coming with all that kind of publicity, bad and good? What was that like first year on campus in high school? Oh, uh, it, was, it was cool. You know, I, I was just, you know, I never walk on campus like I'm just that guy. You know, I was just, you know, a little ninth grader freshman, you know, looking to play football. So, I mean, you know, I walked in there first day of summer conditioning. And, you know, ever since then, I've just been working my butt off and. Now that's just really who I am. Like I'm, a, I got it. You got to lead from the front, or people won't follow you in the back. So, it's uh, that's just who I am. You know, I came in there working, and uh, you know, I had a tumultuous high school career as well. I mean, it's hasn't been easy at all. You know, I've, you know, I've been a few schools, but you know, it's all, it's all like, it, it's all paid off. You know, it's God's plan. Like I truly believe that. You know, I wouldn't be at the school Cornerstone Christian that I'm at now, and uh, it's it's been amazing, honestly. Well, it's your process. Your process is different than anyone else's because you're your own man. And so I respect that, and you walked your own line in life. Let's mm-hmm. move along. Your recruitment was a little slow up until a certain point. You hit the rivals Houston camp. You won MVP of the quarterbacks. Tell me what that experience was like and that performance at that camp and how recruiting picked up afterwards. Oh, man, that camp, you know, I've, I've been to that camp three years in a row since, you know, freshman year, sophomore year, and then I finally won it my junior year. Um, you know, recruiting ahead, I remember talking to, gosh, you know, one of the top guys who runs that that camp, and uh, he asked me at the beginning of the camp, after he saw me spin it a few times, he was like, how many offers do you have? I was like, I have eight right now, and he was like, how many P5? And I was like, none. And, uh, you know, it's it was, uh, it was, it was a struggle, honestly, because I was like, you know, I see, I'm seeing all these other kids, you know, get D1 offers, like, the big P5, and I'm like, like, come on, like, I'm, like, me, I think I'm, you know, best in the country, and that just goes from, what you know, how I work and how I approach the grind day in and day out, and, I, you know, seeing everybody else, it's like, all right, you know, like, I'm gonna just prove you wrong, like, I, you know, it's always love, it's always support, but it was like, all right, like, we're just gonna keep grinding, put our head down and work, and, uh, you know, after the Rivals camp, you know, I had a few, a few big programs kind of reach out, but, um, it was like maybe like a month, month and a half afterwards. But, you know, I had a few small, smaller ones text me after that, like, hey, how you doing? And, uh, you know, once they kind of got to look at my film and got to watch some game footage, you know, 
I feel like Rivals did help me get, you know, exposure and sense for sure. So you feel like definitely benefit Oh, definitely. Yes, sir. Okay, great. Let's move along. In those camp settings, there's a level of pressure, especially for quarterbacks, right? Yeah. There are, uh-huh. you know, 50 different quarterbacks there, and everybody's trying to show what they can do. And, mm-hmm. and with that comes a level of pressure, I think, expectation, um, and uncertainty. Yep. Why did you respond so well under those bright lights and under that pressure? Mm, I mean, that word uncertainty, that, that'll never cross my mind, honestly. You know, I always, I'm always dependent on, you know, the work I put in when the door shut is, you know, what's going to show when it's open. So, I mean, going and competing, that's what I love to do. You know, we went out and scheduled the, you know, one of some of the toughest teams in Texas for a reason this year. That's, you know, that's what we want to do. And that's, that's kind of my identity. You know, you got to go compete. And I mean, if, if you're going, if I go to a camp and, you know, I'm clearly the best one, like from the jump, I mean, what's the point in being there if, you, if you're not going to compete with somebody who's going to give you a run for your money? So, I mean, honestly, that's just that's just what it comes down to, just the will to win. How does that level of composure and confidence, how does that translate, not just to the next level, but I think in life in general? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, I mean, it transfer, transfers to life because, you know, I mean, I feel like life is all about relationships and stuff. And, you know, as far as like being on a team and, you know, you have to have, especially as a quarterback, you know, you have to have some type of, you know, verbal leadership and uh, you kind of got to show by your actions as well, 100%. So I feel like as in like a business sense, it kind of transfers to like the people around you a lot because when they see, you know, when I walk into a room and I see my head coach, you know, ready to go, it makes me feel like, all right, like, yes, like this is what, this is what we came to do. So, I mean, I, I feel like, in the business sense, like in the classroom, it just it's just contagious, I guess, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think you're 100% right. Um, I want to talk about um, in terms of recruiting, when did Arkansas enter the picture and what piqued your interest when they did enter the picture? Um, so I actually visited Arkansas back June around June 1st of last year with the old old staff. And uh, ever since then, you know, I've, I mean, since before that, they, the coaches saw me at the camp. They said, hey, we need you up at campus. Went and took a visit. You know, I loved it. Fell in love with the place. Uh, you know, it's a big family up there. And, uh, you know, when the old staff left, I was a little bummed out. But the new staff came in, and, you know, I reached out to Coach Bryles, and we kind of talked real, real steadily, but kind of slowly at first. And then, you know, picked up. And, you know, once we got on the phone, we – we clicked from the jump. We like, I mean, I don't know if you've ever spoke to coach Bryles, but that's one of the most competitive guys you'll meet. And uh, I mean, that that's who I am as a, as a person. And I feel like that's, that's a big reason why we clicked off the jump. And uh, I mean, I just really fell in love with the place and, you know, the potential and what we're going to go and do up there. Absolutely. The video shoot, commitment video shoot. Want to talk a little bit about that. Very, uh, very heartwarming. Uh, I think a very personal for you. And I felt how personal that was. The, the video really spoke to me. Yep. Um, talk to me about the concept behind the video and talk to me about why you did it the way you did it. Mm-hmm. So that just goes back to what I'm saying. Uh, you know, I mentioned my mom, you know, just my love for her and my gratitude and appreciation towards everything she's done. And then I wanted to thank a few specific coaches, Coach Yale, Stancil, and Coach Bachman, just because, you know, 
you know how I talked about Cornerstone, you know, how Cornerstone's like honestly like changed my life. You know, it's been it's been crazy. You know, it's not just uh, a football school. You know, it's a Christian school. You build a relationship with Christ, great academics, teachers who care about you and get you uh, mentally readily ready for the next level. And then coaches who have coached at the college level, develop D1 players and send a few to the NFL in, in that sense. And uh, they really key in on developing you as a person, a man and a player. And uh, that's that's been big for me. So I really wanted to, you know, give thanks to everybody. And, you know, honestly, I couldn't even thank everybody because the whole Cornerstone community, I appreciate everybody there. So and then with the video, you know, Sam, Sam with Texas Athletes, the guy who made the video, yeah. big shout out to him. You know, he he put in the work of like four, three to four days of, rec- of videotaping and then he edited 15 hours straight and boom, sent me the sent me the final copy after after we kind of broken down how we wanted to do it and what song we wanted to use. And literally like exactly how I'd asked him to, you know, put it together. He found yeah. it out perfectly the first time. So it, it came with some thought behind it, but it, it was really, really dope. No, shout out to the video. And again, it was very touching. Let's move along. The commitment to Arkansas is in the books. Mm-hmm. Do you on taking any more trips or is recruitment shut down for you? Recruitment shut down. I mean, right now, uh, I'm not. I plan on taking my official to Arkansas. Okay. Good deal. When you get to campus in Fayetteville, mm-hmm. where do you fit in that quarterback room as of 2021? Mm. I mean, honestly, that's not much for me to say. I just got to go in there with my head down and work and, you know, try and become, you know, leader on the team from day one. And uh, I just plan on doing that by uh, same same way I've done, you know, everywhere I've been. You just got to people respect hard work. And that's one thing I've learned. And that's one thing, you know, I'll always bring to the table. I'll never slack and uh, on anybody that, you know, supposed to have my back because then how can I feel like I can trust you? So I feel like, you know, in that in that QB room, I say without a doubt, I'll definitely be the hardest working. But uh you know, that's all I can say right now. Uh, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'll be the best leader in the room. I'll be uh, the hardest worker. And, uh, you know, that's – the rest is, you know, out of my control, you know. You just got to control what you can control. And I, and I think quarterback has those aspirations. And that's a great thing. What's going to make you different from the other quarterbacks, not just in the room at Arkansas, but I think around the SEC? Mm-hmm. What's going to make me different is my constant drive to get better, My that knack to – you know, always get better, always be 1% better every single day, whether that's in the film room. You know, I love watching film. Man. I, I watch more film than I watch TV. I mean, that's just what I love to do. And football is, it's not just a game for me. It's a passion. It's what I want to do with my life, whether that's coaching, playing, like being a mentor to, you know, the younger athletes. That's that's just who I am. And uh, what's going to separate me is that constant drive to get better. I'll never, I'll never be satisfied with anything. In the whether in football or outside of football, in life in general, people look to the leader for inspiration, for mm-hmm. motivation. How are you going to win over the locker room in Fayetteville? Um, you know, to earn respect, you got you to do something respectable. And, uh, you know, people, like I said, people respect hard work. So, you know, just kind of building a bond. You know, I have a great relationship with everyone in the 2021 class already. And um, it's really just a matter of fact of like being being intentional with everything you do and everything you do, do with the purpose, with the team. And uh, I feel like I feel like once, you know, I get around the players and they kind of see who I am as a person, as a teammate, you know, as, you know, hopefully the next leader of the program, you know, bring a few championships. I just uh, I mean, that's that's how I earn my respect from the jump, just being intentional and in, in everything I do. 
Arkansas with a new staff. Um, office coordinator Kimber, Kendall Browse is a big-time offensive mind. He has <laughs> led some unbelievably high-scoring offenses. Yep. Can the Razorbacks win the SEC over the next five years? If so, how do you get that done? Uh, it's not a matter of can, it's when. We're going to be we're gonna be competing right out the jump once we get there. And that's just a matter and how we get that done, that's just culture change. You know, the new staff is in. They ha- they bring great leadership. Uh, coach Pittman, Coach Bryles, every every single coach on staff is on the same page mentally. And that, that's how a program changes. And uh, we're bringing in the right kids that want to come in and lead and, you know, work from the jump. No laziness allowed. And everybody needs to be intentional with everything they're doing. And, uh, you know, I've talked to every commit mostly, and uh, we're all on the same page. We're, we're coming in ready to work with, uh, with, um, with the purpose. I'll put it that way. No, that, that, that's, that's how things change. It's all about a culture change, right? Mm-hmm. Not one guy, it's 100 guys. Exactly. On the same goal, same heartbeat, same mindset. Exactly. Let's talk a little short-term, a little long-term goals. Going mm-hmm. into your senior year, what are your short-term goals for this season? And then give me what your long-term goals are in five years. I don't have any individual goals this, going into this season. I want to win a state championship for Cornerstone and for every teammate around me. Uh, they could keep all the passing yards and keep the rushing yards, keep the touchdowns. If we go into every single game and come out with a victory, I'm happy. And, um, you know, when when we talk about long-term goals, as far as, you know, after football, I wouldn't, I mean. In five years, what do you see yourself? Getting drafted into the league. First round, I, first round pick where I'll make everybody before that regret it. Um, so that that's where I'll be in five years. Nothing wrong with that. I want to wrap this up, but I want to give you an opportunity to take the stage. And if you had one message, one message that you could send out to the Arkansas Razorback faithful, the entire Woo Pig faithful, mm-hmm. what would that message from their future quarterback be? I mean, the message would just be stick with us because we, we're building something special and we're going to bring the Woo Pig, the Woo Pig, um, Woo Pig Nation. We're going to bring you a few championships in the near future. And, uh, you know, everybody that's, you know, in the, in the going to be in the locker room and that's coming up from the 2021, two and three classes will be all have the same mindset. And that's a championship mindset, championship or bust. And uh, when you work every single day, like championship or bust results come out of that. And that, that's what we plan on doing. No question. Uh, 2021 four star quarterback out of San Antonio corner Christian cornerstone Christian. Yes, sir. Cornerstone Christian high school. Arkansas Razorback commit. Woo Pig Nation is in the building. Listen, man, I appreciate you for joining the Transparent Truth. Let's get you back here after signing day. Let's talk about the Woo Pig. Let's talk about, you know, how you feel about being officially a Razorback. Let's talk about your plans to take over the SEC. Sound good? Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right, champ. Be safe. God bless. Tell mom hello. And uh, thanks again for coming on. Time for our sit and sleep sleeper of the week. Really want to thank our guy Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep. 
sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. 